You're listening to Super Power Up with multidimensional master, superpower expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Tonya Donrekla. If you're ready to disrupt reality, then sit down, strap in, and prepare to experience the show that proves there is no spoon. Hello, everyone. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I am so thrilled to have back on the show today Rabbi Simon Jacobson. I He's so great. He's um, you, you, you listened to his first episode that we did, Finding Life and Meaning, and, and so you already know a bit about him. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, go back and listen to that one, because we're going to dive right in today and just start our conversation um, in a space that really is near and dear to my heart. Th- this concept of faith. We're, we're going to look at faith in action and how people use faith. Because in all of these conversations that, that I've been so gifted to have and, 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 and honored really to, to, to get intimate with people about their, their walk with God or their developmental journeys or their, their, the ways that they kind of butt up against reality in, in, in different ways and how they deal with that. Um, all of you have so many, so many diverse experiences in this space. I think it's important to talk about, you know, we throw the word faith around a lot, but, you know, I don't know if, if everybody spends as much time thinking about it as I do. Uh, and what I have found is that there are some real solid common threads interwoven in the lives and in the beingness of the folks who step forward and say, hey, I know we can do this differently. I know we can do this better. I, My heart cares about this. Like, I want to see us um, uplift each other and, and to love and to feel loved. And so there's in that space is a, a lot of room, I think, for us to find those commonalities. And so we're, we're launching this faith in action series. We're going to start off here today. Um, and, and just talk about what is faith? Like, like, what are we talking about? And is it, is it this like mystical kind of wispy thing that this like magical spell that we can put on things? Or is it, is it just kind of designed to make us feel good, kind of like rose-colored glasses? Or is it real? Like, is there something of substance in it that we can really grip and get behind to maybe support us better as, in, in times of tribulation and in and, and trying times when we don't know where to go? And, and so so lean into this. You're, I'm sure you're going to hear stuff that you don't necessarily agree with, that, that your mind pieces are going to have some trouble with being like, whoa, 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 wait, I don't know that I believe that. This isn't designed about so so you can, you know, find that that alignment with the beliefs, but rather that you find yourself in the conversation, and more importantly, hopefully open that up to to some higher element to inform for you what faith could do for you in your existence. And so, with that as the framework, with that as the container, we're going to jump right in here and just talk about first of all, let's let's define faith. Like, what is faith to you? And welcome back to the show. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of got off in my space. So welcome, and thank you for coming back on the show. <laughs> thank you, Tonya, for having me. And uh, an excellent question. I think it's vital to begin with, first of all, dispelling some of the myths and stereotypes around faith. Uh, many of them include that faith is for the children, it's for people who are not rational, not uh, open-minded thinkers, mm-hmm. it's a crutch. Well, let's distinguish between childish and immature faith, which is simply like a little child holding their mother or father's hand when they cross the street. That's basically just because the child is still young and vulnerable and immature. Faith, true faith, 
is a very sophisticated resource in our soul and our spirit. It's not the absence of reason, it's beyond reason. It's coming to realize that as much as I have rational mind and I have ideas that can be proven and empirical evidence and so on, that there are fundamental beliefs and fundamental even actions that are driven by something beyond reason. Let's say someone is dating another. How do you determine whether this is the one? This is my soulmate. It's not purely rational. It's obviously not, should not be irrational, but there's a thing. <laughs> well, some, for some it is, obviously. Um, but it should be something called super rational. You use your mind, you use your tools to figure out is this a compatible person? Is she kind? Is he compassionate? Is, and so on. But then there's a point where you have to make a decision. And that leap, that decision is something informed by reason and informed by uh, objective observation, but not determined solely by that. So faith is really something that is uh, a critical component in our lives. And I would even argue that it's not about religion or about God even. Um, when the Wright brothers were convinced that they can fly and build a flying ship, called an airplane, and everyone said they were crazy. What was it that was driving them? That they knew that they could build an airplane, and they finally did. I know a doctor who does works a lot in research trying to conquer certain illnesses, and he calls himself an atheist. So I said to him, how are you so sure that you're going to find a cure? He says, I just have the confidence that I will. So I said, so you're a person of faith. So, so he looked at me. I said, yeah, because it's not rational. It's just you are determined that there's going to be found healing for this problem. Maybe it's not healable. My point is that all of us have a certain, when we are determined, a certain resolute and resolve in our souls that feels I can achieve something. So for us to write off faith, we're actually writing off our greatest possibilities and potential. So I see faith as a hand-in-hand -hand resource together with the mind together with your emotions and instincts and feelings, but it allows us to dream, to imagine, to go beyond the scope of pure logic. Mm, I love everything. I, I'm sitting here with like a biggest grin on my face. This, this was the perfect opener to set the stage for why I believe, and, and, and obviously it feels like you believe too, that, well, no, you actually stated that, that it's important for us to talk about these things. Because, and, and I love how you're bringing it up in, in the broadest sense, but not watering it down. And I think that that's, um, I deal a lot with frequencies and dimensionalities and stuff. And so, so what I see is in certain frequencies, we're, we're far more separated than in others. And in certain frequencies where we, we don't separate. And so, so the ability to understand each other in nuanced ways changes depending on where each of us is connecting into and 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 how much of us is is kind of coming into the energy or the relationship that exists between us versus holding back and being an individual and that has an impact on how we can talk about these things and so we have to start at a space of first saying when, when we talk about faith and, and you nailed it a lot of people have connotations about the word that perhaps they're not even aware that they have. They assume it's about God. They assume it's about religion, um, or they assume it's it's something like you like you mentioned, kind of a pass through in our developmental actualization journey that that we eventually grow out of. Um, 
the importance of, of framing it up that way is, is to say that if we're reacting to or responding to a concept or dismissing it out of hand because we have connotations about it that we've never stopped to kind of hold a, a accountable to the actual definition of it or maybe even the purpose of it or the utilization of it, then we really limit ourselves. And the biggest, most glaring point that I I feel like a lot of those of us who kind of think about these things can say about 2020 was the evidence of that chasm between folks who knew where to go for their foundational security, for their um, stabilization factor versus those who had no idea where to go. And the experience of the entirety of 2020 was dramatically different if we even if we just look at it in terms of those two camps of people. And, and I get that there's privilege and socioeconomics of all up and down in those spaces, but but we got to start somewhere. And that to me is the is in, in addition to everything that you just so eloquently pointed out, is why it's so incredibly important that we have these conversations from the places of this is real. They are viable tools. This is not Pollyanna-ish. Um, this is this is a um, kind of synergistic element we get to play with that allows us to be in sync with with the universe versus kind of out of sync with it. And um, and we get to define that in all kinds of different ways. Um, we're going to take a break because I just know this is juicy and deep. And, 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 and if I ask you another question, we're going to be in it <laughs> for a while. So so we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, um, I, I want to dive into like the faith journey, kind of how we get to the place where this is how we hold it and and what your particular doorways were into that. Um, so so that's a little, a little nugget for you all to chew on a little bit before the break. But um, before we cut to break, where can people go to find out more about you? What website do you want to send them to? Meaningfullife.com is the best place, meaningfullife.com. It's uh, named after my book, Toward a Meaningful Life. And there are a full array of resources and programs, videos, you name it. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, folks, go check that out. And we will be right back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. And I am Tonya Don Racklin. We're talking today about faith in action. We're talking with Rabbi Simon Jacobson, and we will be right back. Stay with us. Hello, I'm Tonya Don Reckla, Executive Director of Superpower Experts and creator of the Superpower Network. Welcome and thank you for making us your go-to place for inspired content, training, and community. The network is so much more than a place for amazing content. It's step one on the path to unlock your superpowers. Listen to one episode daily on the Superpower Network and attune yourself to inspired conversations, higher vibrational living, and much, much more. In step two, you learn with us by watching one of our inspirational videos each week from the IM series. And when you're ready, come grow in community. Our superpower programs offer a unique experience for those ready to harness their superpowers to change themselves, their lives, and ultimately, the world. Go to superpowerexperts.com and take the next step on your path today. Awesome. We're back. You're listening to Disrupt Reality. I'm Tonya Don Reckla, and we're talking today with Rabbi Simon Jacobson about faith in action. We're launching a series. We're, we're going to dive into this. We're going to unpack faith really deeply here. And before the break, the eloquence and the brilliance of the description of the power that's held within faith, um, so eloquent. Thank you for sharing that. In And 
I'm I'm going to assume that you didn't come to that conviction overnight, right? Like that there there was a bit of a journey. There was there were some things that that you experienced in your life. What were some of the initial doorways that you can remember that started you on this pathway, this trajectory of faith? Yes, indeed. That was a good guess, Tonya. <laughs> <laughs> I would go a step further. I would say I'm still on the journey. And it's, I think, a lifetime journey. Uh, just recognizing, mm-hmm. recognizing the fact as well that I, by nature, I'm a skeptic. So I don't just buy into things because people say so. <laughs> I reject herd mentality and conformity. <laughs> so for me, it was actually quite challenging. Because I saw a lot of the negative elements of faith. I saw people just blind, mm-hmm. blindly following others without any mindlessly. And and, uh, and it was very uh, disturbing to me, especially important matters in life. So I personally witnessed the, the negative so-called. I wouldn't call that faith. I'd call that just immaturity and, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. lack of uh, spiritual awareness. Uh, so for me, the challenge was... How do you, um, so to speak, as a rational human being, how do you embrace and look up to things that are beyond the rational? It was always clear to me that there was a more mystical and spiritual dimension to life that cannot be proven in a laboratory or with, with uh, mathematically and so on. And how do you make sure that it's right and it's not some uh, a figment of your imagination? The second thing for me was, I always recognized that embracing a certain absolute conviction of certain truths is vital to really succeed. Because if not, you turn mediocre and very uh, everything becomes extremely ambivalent and optional and arbitrary. So to me, faith was always connected to, I remember one summer as a teenager going to the, my parents rented a home at the beach here in, uh, in Brooklyn at the Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean in Rockaway, and I went out to the beach at night, and I saw those relentless waves. You know, as a teenager, these impressionable experiences can shape your entire life, and I stayed all night, Tanya, literally till the morning. I was waiting, would those waves ever go to sleep? Would they ever stop? And I saw a certain, what I felt a surge of like infinity in my life, that there are things that are just so uh, so persistent and so relentless. And to me, that became like a way, a, a, an excellent description of faith that, you know, if it's rational, then you go only that far. You try out, it works, you move on. But when you have a love that also includes what we're, in the broad sense of the word faith, then it's unconditional. Even when things are difficult, you keep forging your head. Mm-hmm. I remember reading about a woman, a mother, who gave tra- birth to a, tragically to an autistic child and the doctors had given up and said, there's no point. That child will never have a social connection with you. Put him in a home. Let him be taken care of. And the mother refused. She said, this is my child. And the child is now 24 years old. And doctors say, I don't know if they use the word miracle, but her sheer commitment, I'm going to connect to my child. She would sit hours and stare into his eyes. And he stared into her eyes. And that mother's absolute love which I would say is not rational, it's super rational, what I would call an act of faith, finally pierced something. He's still autistic, but there's some connection that is, you can see, magical, wondrous. And I think all of us uh, give up on ourselves when we don't have that dimension. So for me, 
it was embracing that that has shaped my entire life where now I don't, I'm not just committed to something. I'm committed entirely because I believe in it and not just because mm. I'm gaining something or there's a give and take and if you're, and I'll, and, and it's, and it's arbitrary if it doesn't work out. You're in, you're mm-hmm. in, you know, like that. That's, <laughs> that's the best beautiful. way. Well, it's, and it's a beautiful way to describe it. I, I, you know, it's, it's interesting. We, when we look at things from that space that you're, that you're expressing that we can feel through you, even in the recollection of those, those, those moments for you, that, that home, right. We, a lot of times we'll refer to it as like, a, you know, our home frequency, right. You just know, and, and, and for sure, it's a journey to get to where you trust the knowingness. Um, and what I find is that, you know, we talked before the break that faith isn't the same thing as religion. Sometimes they go hand in hand. Sometimes they don't. Oftentimes they, they kind of butt up against each other when, when, when our faith gets tested. And, and a lot of times we, we find that through religion. And so the, you know, it was really shocking to me. Um, I grew up in a Christian household and had been baptized, um, not as a baby, but um, through confirmation classes. So I was, I was aware, and I, like you, you know, I, I was that one, right? Like, yeah, but what if, and what about, and wait, hold on, and, and are you sure? And, and, but, but, you know, these people believe this, and um, really just wanting to pierce through it, because I wanted to make sure if I was going to rest my faith in something, that it was worthy of that, and that it could withhold and withstand, and I wanted it to work 100% of the time. And, um, and so it didn't, you know, that didn't come easily, certainly didn't come easily through the church. I had some amazing experiences in that and, and, and kind of veered away when, when it didn't feel like I could find what I needed there and delved into, you know, obviously, you know, the academic and the, the logic and the rhetorical thought and philosophy and all that fun jazz. And then, um, but, but really then also went on an incredibly powerful spiritual journey. And, and I was super surprised when, when our family started circling back around to the church. And it was fascinating to me that I finally got it, right? It's like all these layers of understanding where it's like, oh, that's what this means. And then and then you get another layer, you're like, oh, wait, no, this is really what this means. And then you go up a little higher, you're like, wait, no, 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 here's really what it means, right? And you just kind of learn that it's just going to keep revealing things to you. And that was kind of the, the the journey with faith. And when I circled back around to religion, I, it, carrying faith with me, right? And so 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 it was kind of this weird thing of like religion kind of led me to faith, and then uh, led me away from faith, led me away from religion. And then when I came back into it, for whatever reason, that space that you're talking about, I could see everything is the same. And, and I, what I found was I was having difficulty understanding the opposition or the, the, um, the friction anymore. And, and it, and it finally dawned on me, like I had to drop down a couple layers to remember that the application of how we, we use religion or talk about it and how we use beliefs or, 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 or all of that stuff when we're in those frequencies of needing, like our minds needing to understand then it seems like we're talking about different things. But as you know, like I can, I hear the same thing in, in a, in a, in a movie that I read in a Bible that I have in a conversation with somebody that, that I, that gets whispered on the wind to me, right? That's, that it's a constant conversation. The container of it or the medium of it, it just no longer matters. And so seeing it from that vantage point, 
I often, you know, I have to kind of step back and remember that um, here we are, like, like I, I'm a, I'm a follower of Christ, and and we refer to you as Rabbi, right? And here we are having a conversation of faith, and we're having this this dialogue of, of in this space of, yeah, you just know, how is it possible that we followed very distinct roads to get here? We got to what feels to me to be the a same the same place, and yet if you look at where those roads started, they're almost i'm not going to say diametrically opposed they're 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 cousins but but they're but they're different right how do we how do we explain that and and mostly how do how do we help people walk that path to that place of recognizing the sameness in it well i think it uh, parallels a similar question about the fact that we're all diverse human beings we have different personalities and different mindsets different experiences, and yet we can share truths. So, mm-hmm. so it's like um, the fact that the truths are embedded in different life experiences. I, I meet mystics, I meet gurus, I meet all types of different individuals from different schools of thought, and we can share a common truth that we've all discovered in different ways. Some discovered it through pain, some discovered it through enlightenment, some discovered it through their religious upbringing. So I, I to, you, to use more of a, I guess, a more mystical way of putting it, the way the Kabbalists, the mystics say it, is that the divine unity that connects us all is not defined by oneness. It can be expressed in infinite different types of experiences. So unity does not mean cloning. It doesn't mean we all have to be one. <laughs> it means that unity is essentially expressed in infinite different forms and fashions. Some It could be within a bird, it could be in a flower, it can be in a Christian, a Muslim, a Jew, it can be a person that doesn't claim they have a faith, a Muslim, a, I'm sorry, a Buddhist, and so on. So of all different types of people, each one, look at it like different drops of water all reflecting one sun, you know, one sunlight. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we may be different, but we're reflecting a higher truth. And I find that to be very, uh, actually very empowering. And and dynamic, because then we each, we each can contribute to each other in our understanding of faith and our understanding of, of deeper beliefs and spiritual awareness. Mm, I think that was a perfect response. And if, if we can simply entertain that, folks, that, that it is possible that while we're not all saying the exact same thing, we're, we're, perhaps we're all speaking the same language and we didn't know it. Um, and, and if we just entertain that notion and, and start softening around those those edges that look so incredibly defined between us, I think we'll start to see more and more of this. And again, not watering it down. This isn't, it's quite the opposite in, in my experience. It, it empowers it even more. And so so let's start there. And, and I think we're going to see more of that in this Faith in Action series as we we can sense the commonalities. We can feel it. We can... And then, of course, we can drill down into specifics and say, well, this is these are the the rules that I follow or these are the this is the philosophy that I attend to or this is kind of my approach in, in, in terms of how I'm putting faith into action. But but we have to start with saying, OK, what is it and is it possible that the same thing looks very different to, to each of us, but but it can still connect us? Um, and and I, I think there's a there's a wealth of, of goodness in that question. And so again, 
Thank you so much for joining us. I mean, the time flew by. I have so many more things that we can talk about. Um, I really appreciate you coming back on the show. Um, what what uh, what are some final parting moments or words that you would like to share with the audience? It's 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 yours. Thank you. Well, speaking heart to heart, I would say, especially in these times, as you mentioned earlier, these trying times where many of our comfort zones and security blankets have been disrupted and shaken up. It's now the best opportunity to dig deeper and discover this resource that we call faith. I would also include the word trust, like in our currency in God, we trust that to have faith and trust in the higher force in your life, that even when you're in difficult times, you can reach to it. It gives you the strength to endure, to fight on, to forge ahead. And as well as the faith in people around you, family members, never giving up, always knowing that when you dig deeper, you'll find greater strengths to be able to deal with anything. And as I don't know who said this, but life is uh, like a tea bag. You don't know how strong it is until you put it into hot water. So, so. <laughs> I love it. Right. So the hot I love water, it. The pressure brings out our deeper strengths. And I commend you, uh, Tonya, for really doing this. It's mm. a, a great, I think, a resource that is really underappreciated in our society today for many different reasons. So, Well, beautiful. Well, well, it feels right. And, and like I said, I think you were the perfect person to open this up with. I, I appreciate you um, kind, of, kind of going with a harebrained idea. And um, beautiful, just a beautiful delivery. I, I, and I appreciate you and the work that you're doing in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be with you. Perfect. Let's remind folks one more time where they can go to find out more about you. Yes, MeaningfulLife.com, MeaningfulLife.com. We have a full array of resources there. We're also on social media, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, you name it. But media, MeaningfulLife.com is the hub where you can find everything else about everything I do and our team, which is a wonderful team of trying to help people grow and uh, discover their deeper meaning and purpose in life. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, thank you for that. And, and big thanks to your team and to all of you out there listening. Uh, as always, we appreciate you. Um, amazing, amazing movements through this network and, and, and everything that's happening from that. So we appreciate you sharing it um, with those who, who could use a little bit more hope and those who are committed to walking this path and, and, and moving through those phases of discovery. We're here to support you in that. Um, until next time, truly folks, dig deep, get, get real with yourself about what do you lean into when, when things don't look quite the way that you, you thought they were going to, or quite the way you, you thought you wanted them to. <laughs> so lean into faith and what that means for you. And we will be having many more conversations along those lines, but until then go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world folks. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. We love you. Goodbye for now. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.